In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today proclaiming the Word of God. Oh yes, the Word of God. The Word made flesh, Jesus Christ. When did that happen? In the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let it be done unto me according to your Word. Oh yes, how we need to know that the Word made flesh has come. And we celebrate that. Now we're celebrating Advent, the coming of the Lord. We want him to come in glory. We want him to come in glory. How we need the Lord to come in glory. So we look to the first coming. And the first coming is at Christmas. And that tells us if there's a first coming, there's going to be a second coming. And for two weeks, the church talks about the coming of the Lord in glory, in glory, how we need to hear it, that he comes in glory as the judge of the living and the dead. I'm looking at 1 Corinthians verse 2nd chapter, verse 9. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. In other words, it's so immense that nothing can take the place. You can't imagine it to those who love him. Do you love him today? I love him. Do you need him today? I need him. One day I hope that I'd be able to love him as much as I need him because I really need him 100%. And I love him. I love him. He's my first, second, and third. For the Spirit searches even the depths of God. The Holy Spirit reveals what eye has not seen and ear has not heard, nor the human heart conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit which is within? So also no one comprehends what is truly God's except the Spirit of God. Oh yes, the Spirit of God. He tests all our being. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that is from God so that we may understand the gift bestowed on us by God. So the Lord has given us the Spirit of God that we might understand the gifts that he's given, the charismatic gifts. And you know what? Paul is saying this because the charismatic gifts are being misused in Corinth. And we speak of these things in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual things 
to those who are spiritual. Are we spiritual? In order to be spiritual, we must be truly human because Christ became a human being. And then we become spiritual in our humanity. Oh, yes, how we need to be spiritual. I have a counter in my heart. What do you mean? When someone says something that's not scriptural or not what the church teaches, it goes off and says, this is not real. This is not real. This is not real. Those who are unspiritual do not receive the gifts of God's Spirit, for they are foolishness to them. So Paul is saying that the Corinthians are spiritual, and they are unable to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Those who are spiritual discern all things, and they are themselves subject to no one's scrutiny. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. In Philippians, the second chapter, taking the form of a slave, being crucified, having the name above every other name, so that in Jesus' name, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We need the mind of Christ, which is in the second chapter of Philippians. Have this mind among you that was in Christ Jesus. Chapter 3. And so, brothers, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh. Why? Because they're fighting with each other. My teacher is Paul. My teacher is... Apollos, my teacher is Cephas. They're not spiritual. We could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For we long, as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh, behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, another, I belong to Apollos, are you merely not human? And they're fighting about it. I'm better than you because I belong to Paul. No, I'm better than you because I belong to Apollos. It's sick. It's sick. It's all about Jesus Christ. It's not about Paul. It's not about Apollos. It's not about Father Tom. It's about Jesus. If people do not hear Jesus from what I speak, then I fail. It's not about Father Tom. It's about Jesus. Verse 5. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants to whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, I preached the word of God. Apollos watered, 
he preached the word of God. But God gave the growth. Oh yes, people come up to me and say, because of your broadcast, I've come to the Lord. I planted, someone else watered, but God provides the growth. Only God provides the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who gives the growth. Amen. Amen. It's about me. It's about the privilege I have to preach the gospel. Oh, yes. I have that great privilege to speak to you today that I have not seen and ear hath not heard and it hasn't entered into the hearts of people what God has prepared for those who love him. Oh, yes. Let's continue. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants working together. You are God's field God's building. Verse 10. According to the grace of God given to me, a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building on it. Each builder must choose with care how he is to build. What is the foundation? The Lord Jesus Christ. And then builders build on the foundation. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid, the foundation of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds, listen to this, on the foundation with silver, gold, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, the work of each builder will become visible, for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed with fire. This is purgatory. And the fire will test what sort of work each has done. If what has been built on the foundation survives, the builder will receive a reward. If the work is burnt up, purgatory, the builder will suffer loss. The builder will be saved, but only through fire, the fire of God's love. I'll read it again, because people don't believe that the Bible teaches purgatory. It doesn't mention the name purgatory any more than it mentions the name rapture. Listen to again. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid. That foundation is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold or silver or precious stones, or wood, or hay, or straw. The work of each builder will become visible, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each has done. If what has been built on the foundation survives, the builder will receive a reward. If the work is burnt up, the builder will suffer loss, 
the builder will be saved, but only through fire. It's purgatory. Do I believe in purgatory? I do believe in purgatory. The Bible teaches it. What we build on the foundation is going to be hit by fire. And if it's only hay and stubble and wood, it's going to be burnt up. We need to build on the foundation which the saints built on. Charity, faith, hope, charity. Oh, yes, that's what we need to build on the foundation. Do you not know that you are God's temple? I'm asking you. Do you not know that you are God's temple? You and I are God's temple. And that God's Spirit dwells in you. Oh, yes. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us today. We are the temple of God. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Why are you holy? Because the Holy Spirit dwells within you. We forget about holiness, and holiness is not the way we fold our hands or the way we lift them up high. Holiness has to do with being Christ-centered. That's holiness. Do not deceive yourselves. If you think you are wise in this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, let me find the next page. He catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. So let no one boast about human leaders, for all things are yours, whether Paul, Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, our present, our future, all belong to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. Well, it's all about Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Why is the church holy? Because we have a holy head. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 4, think of us in this way as servants of Christ. We lift up Father Michael McNamara, who's got his group called the Servants of Christ and stewards of God's mysteries. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. Are you trustworthy? Am I trustworthy? I have been given millions and millions of dollars for radio over the years. I do not take any for myself. I do not take money for myself. I don't. 
God can trust me with money because he knows I don't want a penny that belongs to the radio ministry. And I have been so blessed by people who have supported us since 1984. Let me continue. But with me, every small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court, I do not even judge myself. Why does Paul say I don't judge myself? Because he killed Christians. He leaves the judgment to the Lord. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time. Pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Where are our hearts? Are they for ourselves? Apollos and myself for your benefit, brothers and sisters, so that you may learn through us the meaning of saying, nothing beyond that is written, so that none of you will be puffed up in favor of one against another. For one sees anything different in you. What do you have that you have not received? It's very interesting. What do you have that you have not received? You work, but you receive the power to work. You have the gift to pray for healing, but you receive the power to pray for healing. I'm on the radio, and God has graced me with the power to speak the truth on radio. So what am I going to boast of? Because everything I have received. What do you have that you did not receive? And if you received it, why do you boast as if it were not a gift? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. Quite apart from us, you have become king. Indeed, I wish that you had become king. Verse 14. I am not writing this to you to make you ashamed, but to admonish you. For though you might have 10,000 guardians in Christ, you have many you do not have many fathers. Indeed, in Christ, I became your father through the gospel. Call no man father. Paul calls himself father. St. John the Evangelist in the letters calls fathers. There's only one father like the father in heaven. That's why we don't call anyone else like the father in heaven. I appeal to you then, be imitators of me. For this reason I sent you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of the ways of Christ, of Christ Jesus, as I teach them everywhere in every church. But some of you thinking that I am not coming to you, but I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills, and I will find out 
not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. For the kingdom of God depends not on talk, but on power. Oh, yes. I have nothing that I have not received, therefore I cannot boast in myself. If you have money, God given you money. No, I've worked for it. Who gave you the power to work? Please. I have nothing that I have not received, therefore I cannot boast in myself. I can boast in the Lord. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Again, I want to tell you that I need to hear from you. Inseason.net will lead you to uh, PayPal. Inseason.net will lead you to PayPal. Or Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. That's Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. Our mail has been very, very short. We are not receiving what we need to receive. So please help us. You can help us by going to inseason.net and put money on PayPal. How much? You do what the Lord tells you to do. No, I don't tell people what to do. Or Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 
If you want to behold purgatory, go to Second First Corinthians, chapter three, ten and following. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.